every day is a holiday and every night is a Saturday night in my world. Mm -hmm. As long as you can keep it like that, nothing's ever bad. This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Team Roping fans, watch USTRC National Finals live on RidePass. Go to welcome.ridepass.com dot com forward slash team roping now to purchase your all access pass to stream the nftr for only 24.99 you can watch every round live and on demand that's welcome dot dot com forward slash team roping or visit the ustrc website and look for the ride pass link Hey guys, it's Caitlin Gustav, and we just wrapped up day number two at the Cinch USTRC National Finals of Team Roping. And man, lots of winners, and I know you're going to remember this one name because we talked about him yesterday and we're going to talk about him two more times today, and that's Kreese Thompson. Kreese Thompson started off the day in the 14 and a half, that is the resist all 14 and a half shootout. Winning that with Jeff Hilton, they were 27 and 61 seconds on forehead, and that paid $42,000 for the team. Following that roping, we had the 13 and a half shootout, where Jared West, Todicini, and Cody Lansing came from third callback to win that roping, the 13 and a half shootout, with a time of 28 and 85 seconds on forehead, and that paid $50,000. Following that, we wrapped up day two with Kreese Thompson yet again winning with Caden Profili. They won the Yeti Junior Open with a time of 27 and 29 seconds on forehead, and that paid $14,500. Man, it is a good weekend to be Kreese Thompson. I would love to be that kid right now. We're gonna end this episode with a special segment from the US Finals with a resistal endorsee that is Joseph Harrison and his partner Bobby Joe Hill after they tied to win the 16 and a half shootout. And Joseph has some special tips for upcoming resistal rookie contenders for the 2021 season. So stick with us and enjoy. Hey guys, it's Caitlin and I'm here with Bobby Joe Hill and Joseph Harrison, who split the win of the 16 and a half shootout at the Cinch USTRC National Finals of Team Roping. You guys, how crazy is that? <laughs> well, it's pretty awesome mm -hmm. given the circumstances, really. I think the last year that Bobby Joe and I ran together was probably five or six years ago, maybe at Vegas. Mm -hmm. Maybe more. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Since New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a pretty good while, man. Mm -hmm. Joseph missed. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. But anyhow, it's just a kind of a flip deal. Mm -hmm. I almost never stay for the number droppings. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, Bobby Joe called me the other day. He's like, hey, man, we should probably do that deal over there. And I'll be honest with you, I think there's no way that we could rope. Mm -hmm. And he told me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we should. He thought I was asking if it was going to 13. <laughs> <laughs> they lowered your number maybe <laughs> yeah man i don't know it was, it, was, it was good though so worked out good he did a great job mm -hmm. every time it was perfect mm -hmm. 
Bob Joe, you have the steers here right. as well. So some of them. Some of them. Do you feel like maybe that's kind of an advantage? How did how did you feel about the cattle in that urban? Yes. Second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I've seen we use some of these at uh, the NRS last, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And usually, if things them go one time, maybe twice, something about them I can remember. Mm-hmm. And our short round steer, I know he tried a little bit, but he was a smaller steer, handled faster. And long story short, I knew I just had to catch for this guy. Mm-hmm. And when I go to turn the steer, I had to face because I knew he was running out of time because he still hadn't thrown his rope. <laughs> and I just faced. And luckily, Jimmy just kind of has a little run back to him, and luckily, he finally threw his rope, and we got the split the win. <laughs> and I got you. We've got to talk about how cool that is that you got to ride Chas, Chad Masters' great Palomino horse, Jimmy. Exactly. That horse has been to the NFR how many times? And no telling. No telling. That horse is phenomenal, and you get to go back in on the like box. I'll, it. I'll show up. He said, "Hey, I got." For the record. <laughs> That's the only place Chad can catch on him. That's why we ride him there every time. Just saying. Just saying. So I, yeah, I said, hey, Rat it you out. happen to have a horse I can borrow there? I said, because mine will not stay in the box. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I got something around there. Just being the lower number roper, I know we're pretty good friends. I think I'm better friends with Chad than Emma Joseph. But I show up. I show up, and I'm like, I got this deal going here because the horse is saddled, mm-hmm. boots are on him. It's uh, eight o'clock in the morning, and I'm normally not a morning person. Get on him, I'm like, surely he, because he said, I'll let, I got a yellow, not my yellow, I got a yellow mm-hmm. over you can ride. Show up, get on him, lope him around. I'm like, I think I'm good. And I'm like, I can catch on him. Just loping around the circle, he said, well, here I got two good steers. Mm-hmm. He said we can run them four or five times, and I run two. And he's like, "Here, I'll bring them back." I said, "I'm good." I said, "I don't rope every day for a living." Mm-hmm. I said, "This horse will work." And it's just—it was like he had that feel. That it's just, but it's it's amazing. Somebody like Chad, mm-hmm. or not just Chad, but just somebody that rodeos for a living, jackpots for a living, will just let somebody. Come jump on one of the best horses they got. I say on a, on a good one. It's My, yeah. It's hard one. to come. I mean, I know a lot of people. Joseph, you've let Jackie on Main Street. Like, I think those are the cool stories that when horses at that caliber and those guys can let people low, lower number people jump on those horses. I think those are great stories, and that's awesome that people do that. Right, and like I said, I told Chad I took a check out of my pocket today. And I'm like, I knew I took a check out mm-hmm. for some reason. And I said, I didn't know I was going to be paying amount money, but something told me to get a check out of my checkbook at mm-hmm. the trailer. And he says, you don't know me. And I ain't saying we was about to wrestle, but, like, he made me understand you're not paying me a dime. <laughs> yeah. Good good people. Good people right there. And, uh, Joseph, let's talk about that horse you were on. Means a cool little horse. Mm-hmm. I just uh, I, I traded him back from uh, Madison uh, here probably a couple months ago, and uh, it's a horse that I rode as a young horse. Mm-hmm. Showed him at the Futurity Sun, and I played him at the World Show. 
Bobby raised him. I wrote him well, ever since his first team open in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sold him to Paul. Paul won everything on him. He won Denver on him that winter. He won everything on mm -hmm. him. And uh, he dummied up and sold them to Madison. And I didn't think we was ever going to get it back because Madison loved it. Well, I just got lucky and traded for that little gray horse, the Sigginses. Mm -hmm. And Madison was jumping up and down, kind of wanting him, so I got that trade done. It was a good trade. Yeah, that definitely ended up being a good trade. It was a good trade, man. That, that little horse, like I said, I've had him back a couple months, and I'm <clears throat> still kind of getting stuff kind of ironed out, line back mm -hmm. out. But for the most part, I'm pretty pumped about having him back. Mm -hmm. I told Chad back when we had him before, mm -hmm. I said, man, I think when this horse is 9 or 10, he's going to be lethal, man. And he's 9. Mm -hmm. So getting closer. Pretty close right there. Is he going to be in the rig this summer? Or? Yeah, I would imagine he's – I may ride him for my third horse, mm -hmm. kind of send him around some spots. Uh, I'll probably ride the bay for the majority of the time, Capone, uh -huh. and then uh, that mare that I rode in the open, the Lula. Mm -hmm. She was, I don't know, she was reserved Peel Horse of the Year, maybe 2018. Ride her a bunch of summer too, I imagine. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, what is your summer going to kind of look like going in, you know? Man, I hope wide open. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that they, like, and it sounds like a bunch of the t time that we will be, mm -hmm. uh, Reno being 100% capacity. I'm saying that a lot of them that were kind of on the fence, it's going to get them in the boat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I'm hoping. So if the summer would be, you know, about half normally, not, I mean, it, it, I think it's going to be better now. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know that. Nampa, they had kind of released some stuff the other day about, you know, about half on the fence sounding. And uh, for the most part, man, all the rodeos out there, they've kind of said, yeah, we're doing it. Looking forward to seeing y'all. So I'm looking forward to it. Gotcha, gotcha. And you you guys are planning on going to Reno and entering the BFI out there again? or? Yeah, I guess it's two BFIs. Another thing that ain't never happened is two BFIs in one year. Right. Right on. So... I mean, it's got to be a decent rope, and I, I think they maybe Luke told me that the fees is like two thousand a man this time instead of twenty five hundred. Mm -hmm. But still, it would be a good rope, and they have. I mean, we're gonna rope for a living. Mm -hmm. Got stuff like that. Yeah, gotta go to those big ones. Mm -hmm. Bob Joe, are you gonna be heading out to Reno at all, or what's your Absolutely plan? Absolutely not. No. I'm almost outside my circle right here, <laughs> hundred miles from the house. I don't know the steer deal. I just I don't have time to mm -hmm. go rope. Mm -hmm. I probably got as many or more steers than anybody around mm -hmm. and rope yeah. at least. Mm -hmm. I rope more in high school and I had three four out longhorns mm -hmm. that I rope over and over and over. It's just you get done messing with them every day. Mm -hmm. You don't want me fat and lazy. <laughs> don't want to mess. Yeah, with that's them. a bad part. You go down there and help him break him into his house, and you won't even rope. <laughs> Everyone else has he to come rope. He don't rope. I don't. I don't know. I just... Uh, I was going to say, what's the reason so behind that? You run them two steers a chance the other day. When's the last time you rode before that? About uh, practice pen? Couldn't tell you. I, don't, uh, I couldn't tell you the last time I rode one in the practice pen. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like him, real. the rope and shove. Got a pretty decent head horse. Pretty decent healer. Uh, well, Go I'm, win I'm some. Just, I'm just not. I'm not yeah, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy's yeah, out of the no, question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just my. I'm kind of sticking around the 13 ropings, the 14s. Mm -hmm. 
I got a head horse that's World Series start. Steer starts are good, steer doesn't start. Mm-hmm. You're not good. <laughs> and uh, so I know, and I don't practice on him. Mm-hmm. I just go from roping to roping and go off a lot. So. A little risky. No. Uh, but not really. Every, I, like I said, was it live it every day? Exactly. But, Resist out, baby. But so I'm probably not going to change nothing. Uh, matter of fact, I know I'm not. I'll probably be on the shoot. Mm-hmm. If the guys want to come rope, I'll run the shoot for them. Just, just about it. Show up and rope and rope off a lot. So what's the, you know, what's the year going to look like for Hill Cattle? Uh, it's looks pretty decent. Everything seems to be opening up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the numbers here are, I think, a few more than what they expected. Mm-hmm. You know, it had uh, 60 inner teams here before starting end up with what 150 60 something mm-hmm. no 200. 200 no yeah i had 60 pre-inner teams and end up and i figured it would double get 120 and end up 200 the 15s got 250. Mm-hmm. i think it had 90 90 teams so it's 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 going good so i'm kind of just on the road with the steers mm-hmm. and uh, got a roping coming up into may that cody Neesmith smith from mm-hmm. world that's kind of been my focus right oh, now, getting yeah. everything, getting everything ready for the And so I think uh, we started out when we went to print, we mm-hmm. had 7,500 at it, and right now it's at 30,000. It's growing. Yeah. And that's and awesome. We had somebody else get in the boat maybe yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're pumped about it. And so I still got to talk to another one of my guys, too, because I, I talked to him about it a while back, and I said, man, he gets closer to let me know because that's the ways out. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm doing my best to squeeze about 5,000 out of my, some of my people. Yeah. And I think, and like it, and what's crazy, everybody coming up with this money, usually, I guess, the budget year September or October, something mm-hmm. like that, the previous year, and he called me right after the finals and asked me about if I'd do a rope, and I checked my dates. Mm-hmm. Really didn't have anything that just going back from last year, or well, not much of last year, but uh, <laughs> the previous years, and there's always something on every date. And I have a roping on Memorial Day I have for like the last eight years. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, look, you can have this date. So and they say everything happens for a reason. I've had this date for eight years. Mm-hmm. Called over there, and they know I have it. And I was talking to the guy at the arena. And he said, oh, by the way, uh, uh, man, we need to talk about that date because uh, they're going to have some heritage week in the, the city. They're going to need your date. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. And uh, luckily, Buffalo was available. Mm-hmm. So we went to Scove and Roping. We was going to put a limit on it. So they had a barrel clinic in the second Oh, region. yeah. So I go down there and check everything out. And it's right down the road from me, but I've never paid attention. Mm-hmm. I'll show up, and the guy said, well, what uh, what arena are you using? And I said, well, i got the main arena. I, he said, I think i got a barrel racing clinic. He's like, man, uh, pretty sure they canceled, like, two days ago. I'm like, all right, well, I got both of them then. Mm-hmm. And so we'll run two arenas over there. I had Farron down last week. He come down, check everything out, have uh, Lane coming down. So it's, I got all the help, probably overstaffed on help, but I want it to go good. So next year, this is just kind of the starter kit mm-hmm. for next year. And I think Colby Lovell, he's behind it because him and Cody was 
such great friends. Very close. I'm going to say, and Colby's goal is to have the biggest opener open, not throwing darts in, but he mm-hmm. wants it bigger than BFI. He wants it to be the biggest, the the biggest opener open there is. And yeah. it's possible if we've got 30,000 put together mm-hmm. in three months and you get to some of the guys mm-hmm. before the budget goes in, it could be. Yeah. So. Man, I know I can't wait for that rope. I know I got to be around Cody a few times, and, man, what a kid. And I know he's going to be smiling down on that day. Mm. He's smiling down every day watching all you guys, I know. But, man, that's going to be a great day. Uh, I don't know if I can say this, but I'm going to. Me and Lovell, we've been friends since Mm -hmm. we were little. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I left high school, I missed a steer healing. Mm Mm-hmm so he could win the team rope in his freshman year and end up winning <laughs> all around. So we both left there with the trophy. But Colby's just Colby. Mm-hmm. You don't know him. You know, you think he's a little peckerhead. <laughs> but, and never seen a tear come out of his eye. Mm-hmm. And I we was behind the shoots, and he was doing his interviews, and, like, when he seen me, he come give me a hug. Like, he just dropped it. And the only thing I could hear him say due to the tears coming out of his eyes was if it wasn't for Cody, I wouldn't be here. So, you know, I was like, oh, he's got a soft spot. <laughs> but, uh, no, that was, like, that was every kid's dream. Mm-hmm. I've been there that I don't know how many times I've roped the dummy mm-hmm. having to win the 10th round to win the world. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure almost every kid that knows what a gold buckle is oh, yeah. has done it. Yep. And it was pretty much my pal here, they could not do nothing. Mm-hmm. Colby could not split the round. Like every everything, everything had, had to, to happen. Perfect. Man. Yeah. And me, I'm a big Luke fan, and I'm a Luke fan, so, and I'm a Colby fan, so I'm pulling for everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's like the way the way it happened, it was like meant to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what was crazy, talking about gambling crate and on the steer number, it was seven eleven. Uh uh. Go Just through. everything's Just lining up. Seven eleven. The last one was. The last one was seven eleven. Yeah. So and of course, mate, I got a little trade in, and Colby calls. He's like, "Hey, I want to, want to buy that steer." Mm-hmm. Like, All right, he won a hundred twenty-three thousand, I think. <laughs> and uh, usually, you know, supply and demand, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, just replacement value. I told him like six hundred. He's like. Man, I just, I just ain't got it on me. I'm like, all right then. I had some ear tags made, dated, everything is mm-hmm. pretty cool. And I'm like, all right, so time goes by, and I'm like, you got any trade in you? He said, man, I don't have any horses or dogs or cows. No, 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 I don't want nothing to eat. <laughs> I said, uh, I want two roping schools from you. Well, what are we doing? I said, I'll trade you two roping schools for that steer. You'll do that? Absolutely. So I figure I'd sell about a hundred spots on Facebook for thirty oh, a piece yeah. for thirty a piece and get three thousand for the steer and Cody's gonna have to work for a couple days. <laughs> make him work a little bit. So he could be way easier. You <laughs> make more money just having the two roping schools and oh, give him six hundred for the steer. But I'm right? telling you that sucker he is that is a Kobe level in a nutshell. <laughs> I'm like he said, You'll do that? Like, yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Joseph, obviously I'm you're planning on going. Who are you going to be roping with over there? 
Oh, Chad. Just Chad. Well, at the at Cody's Road. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember how many times it was. Two times and draw mm-hmm. two. Two times and draw two. I rode with Chad and Luke. Mm-hmm. And draw. Yeah. That would be seven. awesome. It was, it was pretty cool, the CPRA the, and our South Texas Association, they uh, approved it mm-hmm. to count for their money. Gosh. Which would be great for everyone so to it, It's a thousand added, so I, I feel like you know they got 80 teams during the Glen Rose mm-hmm. roping with nothing added, which I understand that's Stephenville, so, mm-hmm. but with a thousand added and counts for amateur money, mm-hmm. I think we'll, we'll at least get 80 teams mm-hmm. to go twice there. Oh, so. I imagine. Closing this podcast, we got to talk about it. Resistol's bringing us this podcast. Joseph, what has Resistol done Resistol for you? Hat. Both of you guys got your Resistol on. I had to pay for mine. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Seven and three eighths, if you know anybody. Good got anything? Hint, hint. A lot of, a lot of smartness gallons. up there, huh? <laughs> huh? Basically, what you're telling me is they put a brim on a bucket. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> If I had all my hair going on top, I could probably wear a six and a quarter. <laughs> oh, jeez. One thing about it is team roping deal. Like, and when I when I started team roping as a kid, mm-hmm. I roped with my family. Mm-hmm. Kid, like some people have tag football in the yard, family time. We roped. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. Everybody, my granddad, everybody. And it was big time all the time. And, well, basically. Still, just rode with all the family and friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the, everybody in this deal. I mean, we're basically just all family. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, it's a. I get to go up with two of my favorite headers of all time. And remember, I told my wife here a couple of years ago that. Uh, well, not I guess it was last year because mm-hmm. I, I was going to get Luke up there in the car, mm-hmm. and uh, man, I grew up watching Chad and Luke on TV at the NFR thinking, man, one of the days I could roll with one of them two And now I've got to roll with both of them at the National Finals Rodeo and mm-hmm. be partners with them and go around the rig with them and stuff like that. And it, that kind of stuff, and we become friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of stuff is just, is so fun. You know? Bobby Joe, he's around all the time. He's got the steers a lot of places. They know what's up, but hey, it's... <laughs> I'm going to tell you this much, there's always one in there better than the other one. <laughs> and, uh, Joseph, what, uh, what advice can you give to resist all rookies? You know, new, new kids coming in this year. What advice can you give to them going down the road? Try harder. Mm-hmm. Try harder, man. Everybody said when I was growing up, because a lot of people didn't have no money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We still ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. Still don't. Still ain't got no money. But... Everybody said, man, you, that's a rich man's game. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't roll up and you no money. You know what I mean? You can't roll for a living. My baseball coach in high school got mad at me because I quit. Mm-hmm. Um, he thought that I could play ball. There was nobody there to fill up the water. Water but jugs. I, I weren't big enough, man. I wasn't ever going to get big enough. I, I, I got to meet some of them guys. And like this. Recently become kind of buds with Madison Bumgarner and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and you, you, them guys are huge, man. They're big twelve sandwich eating mongrels, mm-hmm. strong. I'm not a big strong guy. I can't hit the ball out of a major league ballpark with a wood bat. Mm-hmm. So I told my baseball coach, I said, "I love playing baseball, but this this, this, this makes money. Mm-hmm. I can make money doing this." Job, <laughs> never. Well, at the end of the year that year. 
Well, I guess tax season next time. I took my W-9s in there and laid them down on his desk. And uh, I don't know, I had a pretty good year. Mm -hmm. before. He said, wow, I had no idea. So I still didn't have no money. Because mm -hmm. it takes a lot of what we win to put it all back in to go and, you know, yeah. and stuff. And that's where the sponsors and all that stuff comes into play. And I'm very grateful for all of mine. Mm -hmm. um, but what I would tell them is, just try harder. Mm -hmm. If you want it, go get it, man. Stop waiting on somebody to hand you something. Mom and dad telling you how great you are. Forget all that. Mm -hmm. Just go get it. Get the saddle and work at it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. The money doesn't matter. If you want it, I had nothing. Mm -hmm. I still have nothing. <laughs> but I had uh, literally nothing. And. Uh, you got a good header, though. I do have a <laughs> decent partner. <laughs> and everybody said, you know, you're just going to spend all your money. Well, I tried it one time, and it worked. Mm -hmm. And then I got another partner and went again, and it worked. And then now the ball just keeps turning over, and my bank account looks better than it ever has ever in my whole life, and I own nearly all of my stuff. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and nobody gives me anything. So... In my opinion, the money doesn't matter. Mm -mm. So it's a work that, ethic. That's what I told the smarty kids on a deal. Gotta have a love for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this game will beat you mm -hmm. mentally. It will beat you physically. You gotta want to get up and do it again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what gets a bunch of them is the mental strain that this game will put on you. Mm -hmm. But you can't. You're not gonna get me down in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Mm -hmm. I've tried. I'm not wired to put it. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. I'm a guy at the rig that when your partner's missed the last nine or ten in a row, I'm walking around the rig whistling, mm -hmm. telling him how great he is. And, oh, man, you nearly had that one, brother. <laughs> tomorrow, though. Tomorrow. I think you're going to get him. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's just the way I'm wired. Mm -hmm. So nothing's ever... <clears throat> it's the last thing I'll say, and it's one of my favorite things to say, I say at all times. Ben Hogan's where it came from. Every day is a holiday, and every night is a Saturday night in my world. Mm -hmm. As long as you can keep it like that, nothing's ever bad. That's the way I try to keep it. I like that. It's a good way to keep it. Definitely a good way to keep it. Well, awesome, you guys. I won't hold you guys too much longer. And congratulations on this big win at oh, the U.S. Absolutely. Finals. Well, thank you. I'm, just, yeah, I'm glad it was with this guy. Uh, <laughs> awesome. he, he's a pretty good kid. So, <laughs> he's a good kid. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening to the day two wrap-up from the Cinch USTRC National Finals. And this episode, don't forget, is brought to you by Ride Pass. And these special segment interviews are brought to you by our friends at Resistall because we live it every day.